Fine, never mind our price. Did I tell you about my family secret? Secret, oh, secret. I've got a secret. <clears throat> Matthew? Yo. Explain for uh, to uh, for us, uh, those of us that don't care, what the hell does doink mean? It's the double doink. It's a uh, doink? doink? It's a made-up word. It's well, the uh, the well, football hitting the goalpost twice and then missing, and the Vikings win. You know what the Pioneer Press headline was? What? Doink story. Yeah. Well, that's pathetic. They, they ripped me off. Well, no. Yeah. What is it? A play on Toy Story? Doink story? There's no. There is no doink story. Yeah, well, that's well, that's the point. There is no doink well, that's, story. That's what happened at the end of the game. Doink. Doink. You can ask Patrick today uh, during Monday Night Sports Talk. I got to warn him to quit rooting for the Gophers. Everybody's pissed at him yeah, because he he's on the, uh, on the bandwagon. <laughs> they, they want him to ignore him and hate him. When you say doink, it reminds me of boink, and that reminds me of the replacements EP, boink. That's, four, that's interesting. Four-song EP. Yeah. Oh. I think I know what you're saying. Does EP may extended play mean extended play? or? In the With music industry, color play. me impressed. My uh, theme song to you, Joe Souchere, White and Lazy, uh, yeah. Matthew's theme song, Within Your Reach, and If Only You Were Alone. It was kind of mean, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I hearing? You're hearing the sound of excitement because it's Monday. No, I'm hearing a buzzing. It's a or computer something. in the other room. Let's stop now. Oh, no, be, I am hearing. No, it. it's my phone ringing on the console. Well, don't oh. don't call anybody don't right have now. That. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, give me your phone for this show, by the way. No, what give me your phone. No, you can't have it today. Well, you can't sit there on your phone. You know, sometimes when I'm sending Jesus a text, a. it's show related. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, is the key word. Sometimes, you know just tell me when you're ready. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Why are we so cranky already? Vikings got a big doink victory. <laughs> it was a double doink. <laughs> double doink. Yeah. Um, who do they host this weekend? The Chicago Bears. Yeah. Who are also wait? No, they lost yesterday, didn't they? They're two and two. NFC North. Boy, the <clears> Packers <throat> got lucky. Yeah. Well, you got to be good to get that lucky. We lose to the Packers all the time. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Why you got wow. wow. Houses catch fire all the time. That's why you got insurance. How that, why, why did he stop doing that bit? Why did he stop being present in the world? Where is he? I wonder if he must have had a non-compete with uh, ESPN. What's up, brother? Oh, well, no, no, we're on the... Snowing. Uh, we're starting. We're doing the GL Town Council live feed. For ten dollars a month. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for that reaction. Culture, culture excitement. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. See you later. Yeah. All, All right. right. Yeah. Um. Well, oh, that's right. We have a new month, and that means for ads, which you have not told us yet, Joe. Uh, the Gator is going to go on a bit of a hiatus. Really? Till the end of this month. All right. Or, yeah, sorry. Yeah, to the end of this month. Um, so you're going to have the frat. Yeah. And the Schmelz today. All right. Ken's not there. Ruck. 
Talk to me. Today, you will have Redmond's. You will have Spiral. Copy. You never watch this Ancient Aliens on the History Channel? Uh-uh. I have not yet. Well, there's some things that just don't add up. Meaning? How did uh, prehistoric people, before the invention of the wheel, for example, which would uh, presuppose that was prior to the invention of anything resembling a crane. Okay. How did they get obelisks in the ground? An obelisk, long, you know, like a stone statue that's 75 feet high. They wouldn't have had like a pulley system. How, uh, how, how, or what was their pulley system? I am so amused by this stuff. Not amused. I'm... Uh, well, I'm interested. First and foremost, they had a lot of time. Yeah, but how you couldn't get enough people to lift the <clears throat> damn thing. Randy Wayne might call me in five minutes or ten minutes would be okay. Good. Let's call Randy Wayne. Um, oh, uh, we write down his number. Yes. Thanks, Joe. No, I meant he and uh, Wendy, uh, Wendy, the wife, they uh, Wendy stayed Webb. on the island. Yeah, he's got a brass pair. I don't want to ask, is it that or is it, was it more ignorance and stupidity? Not on his part. No, no because they were, a lot of people were told to evacuate. And the way I'm reading into it is a lot of people regretted doing that. Regretted evacuating? Re I'm sorry, regretted staying put and not Well, I evacuate. would imagine they would, yeah. So again, I'm going to ask, was well, that? he might know that. Was that just a function of stubbornness or stupidity, but combination? No, because he's a survivor. Can so you hear that? We're going to have Randy Wayne White on, Kenny, from the island. I what? don't know what kind of phone he's using. But that's what well, I'm saying. He he knows how to survive, so it wasn't like he was an old lady that needed to be rescued. Well, plus, he doesn't live, if I'm not mistaken, he does not live on the beach. Well, what I read right. on Drudge this morning is that the island is uninhabitable. Right. <clears throat> Well, the reason I ask is because when Fratelloni and I talked about it on the show last Tuesday, Jesus, that's bright. He was just saying, ah, it's going to be fine, which I'm going to guess is a lot of the attitude that a lot of people in that area have well, I, because they've been through, you know, storms before. Do you know, like, I, yeah, but not like this. That's what I'm saying. I, so I'm wondering if it was just a, a product of stubbornness or I guess I'll stop asking the question. Yeah. Why don't you? Okay. Sorry. I got a Tampa Bay Tribune piece on him that essentially says they're alive. It's the uh, yeah granddaughter of the chief's owner. What about her? She was featured on the game last night. Who is she? What's what, which which hunt family member owns the Chiefs? Some rich pain in the ass. Clark, I believe. I don't know. I think it's Clark. Oh, Hunt is his name. <laughs> okay, and I'm not kidding. That well, what, is his name. For what purpose was That's she a on TV? Pitch. I think she does uh, betting odds and stuff. Good-looking gal. 
Oh, not tough on the Did you see the gal accused of cheating in poker? Yes. Well, obviously, she's, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Yeah, be careful. She's going to parlay that into social media stardom. Yeah, she's no fool. Kenny, today I'm going to need Seafoam, Maple Grove, and NRI Recycling. Come, Kenny's got so many. I have nothing. Oh, Jeez, Kenny's lucky. What did I say? You jumped the shark, Joe. Fratelloni, Schmelz, and also EcoFun today. Well, please. you didn't say Eco. I know. I Who heard. did you say? Seafoam, NRI, and what? Maple Grove, please. <clears throat> I apologize if you are offended. All right, uh, let's have some fun. Wasn't that Joey D's tagline? Yes. Joseph Dunford. How is old Joey D? I haven't seen him in forever. I haven't seen him in a while. I've seen him on uh, social media. Does he still work at that other station? Christ, I don't want to watch this. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Joe, are you ready? When can we call him? Uh, He said five to ten minutes, so. Well, five has gone by. So just call him once we get ready. I I think we should lead with him. Okay. Once we get into it, I'll I'll pick up the phone and call him right away. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> I'm rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 935, October 3rd, 2022. It was 90 degrees on this day in 1997. And just the year before, his nature is odd. It was 26 degrees in 1996. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor. Joe Sushir. We were worried about author Randy Wayne White, our buddy, lives on Sanibel, rode the storm out on Sanibel with his wife, Wendy, and I'm saying, how can we get a hold of him? And he just texted us, texted Rook, <laughs> so we can get him on the air right away, right now. <clears throat> You're uh, really- Randy Wayne White. Hail the flashlight king. Hail you. <laughs> Are you okay? No, I'm not okay, Joe. We just got hit by a Category 4 hurricane. Actually, it's Category 5, but we're quibbling. But I've gone at least four days without hearing garage logic, which is really starting to pee, yeah, pee o me. Randy, uh, is your house standing? Uh, my house is standing. My wife, Wendy Webb, and I... My last name's White. Her name's Webb. Not going to go into that, Joe. Right. <laughs> uh, we stayed in our house on the island, Sanibel. Yep. And um, the house is still standing. We have severe damage, as does everyone who has property on Sanibel. Um, both of our cars were flooded, including my almost brand new Ford Raptor rig for any emergency, except for 10 feet of flood water. Right. Uh, but... Um, we we did fine. We did fine. Uh, in 2004, as you may recollect, uh, we my old house on Pine Island, right. the next island from over from Sanibel, where you've been, by the way. Right. 
In 2004, I stayed in that old Cracker, Florida house. Yes. Category 5 hurricane, Hurricane Charlie. Um, and it was intense. Yep. It was intense. Uh, and prior to this hurricane, I wrote to someone. I stayed in the house for Hurricane Charlie. I can't imagine anything being worse than that. Well, Joe, it was worse. Isn't that something? Was, yeah. As you look at the island, I know this is a difficult question. In fact, have you walked around? Have you seen the island or have you stayed put? No, I was on the island for the storm. No, no, no. I mean, post-storm, have you have you wandered around the island to take it all in? No, no, there is no wandering uh, the island because the so many trees down, um, everything's coated with muck, mud, this clay-like, abhorrent kind of grease-like mud. Right. Um, so, and they, the authorities, for very good reason, by the way, are not allowing people to return to Sanibel to look at their properties. But again, I stayed there through the storm, so I know what happened to my property. Well, do you think the and island I, is uninhabitable? Well, that, that's a um, <laughs> subjective question, Joe. Rookie would do fine because he could pilfer and pillage for food and drink. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> other, other people would have a hard time living without AC uh, and running water, but it's habitable. But no, not under modern uh, standards. I guess what I'm leading up to is, have we seen the end of this paradise, or will it make a comeback? It will definitely make a comeback. Absolutely, without a doubt. Um, I'm so heartened by the reaction of my fellow Sanibelites, or whatever that pronoun is, um, and they kind of rallied together at this Hotel in South Fort Myers, Crown Plaza, uh, no electric, uh, no running water there either. But by golly, the beds are dry. And mm -hmm. Joe, that is just a luxury. Right. Um, but the, the, the continuity of spirit, it is, we need to get out there. Okay, we need, need to get this fixed. My restaurant partners in the Dock Ports restaurants were already looking forward to how are we going to get this fixed? What? How are we going to take care of the staff? Mm -hmm. There's, there's, I've not heard one person say we need to walk away. Uh, I will add to that, uh, and I'm coming up to a police blockade here, and I'm going to have to talk my way in. So, um, I will add to that that uh, editor of a major newspaper contacted me about doing a story, and I probably will. But um, he said to me, you know, Sanibel, you get these hurricanes. Why don't you? Why don't you just move out and turn it into a national park? Mm -hmm. uh, what is the term you use for that? Um, that e ephemeral thinking. The, what is that term? I've gone wisteria. The mysterians. Yes, yes. Well, that's a kind of mysterians question, isn't it? Why don't you just walk away and turn it into a national park? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, there is a magic about Sanibel Island and Captiva Island, and I tend to believe those islands choose us more than we choose them. Mm -hmm. uh, people are unusual. Um, absolutely. The primary, uh, um, most important thing that must be done after securing houses, after making sure everyone is off and 
in good health is to repair the bridge to Sanibel, the causeway. Right. That is the umbilical. Uh, how they are going to do that, I don't know, but they will and we will. There's no doubt about it. Are you driving something right now? Yes, I am, Joe. I. Um, what are you driving? You said your cars were destroyed. Well, Joe, you know I'm an unusual guy. Um, my beautiful Raptor. Have I mentioned that Raptor? I yes. really like that Raptor. Yeah. Uh, completely flooded. Um, so um, <laughs> after sticking out the storm, my wife and I, uh, I guess the second night after the storm, I hear a voice outside my house on Sanibel. Yeah. And it's, hey, Dad. And uh, I don't want to get emotional here, but it was my son. Yeah. And he had hooked up with a, a Navy SEAL buddy of mine who got a hold of another Navy SEAL. <laughs> they swam to uh, you. No, no, they came out by boat around the beach side on a very rough night yep. after dark. Came to the house and uh, evacuated my wife and I. I'll be and there. I went reluctantly, frankly, yeah. because uh, I know that from experience that once I left the island, it would be very tough to get back on. Right. But no, they, they evacuated us out um, oh. at night. It was incredible. And I spent all day yesterday back over uh, at Panarasa, which is right across, <laughs> right where the causeway was used to be right uh helping these same these same these same special op guys uh i work their radio comms their radio ops getting people back and forth you know getting people off sanibel who had stayed so i spent the entire day doing that getting people off uh the day after the storm on the radio my um handheld shortwave and an addendum to this is i urge everyone as of now to get their doggone shortwave radio license it is a lifesaver right but anyway i spent the day after the storm on sanibel uh on the radio uh, with the coast guard and eoc emergency operations center um and i uh, managed to call in two choppers to evac a lady with alzheimer's another elderly gentleman that really needed to get off the island um it's been a wild ride pal do you, do you fear you're going to find some dead people on the island? Not you uh, personally, I, but do you think that will be discovered? Joe, I think that's it's a possibility. Of course, yeah. I don't I don't know. And I'm reluctant to even hazard a, a projection. Uh, the surprise to me about this storm, and you can call me stupid, you would not be the first for staying there and running out. The great surprise to me was the flooding the storm shirt sir mm -hmm, mm -hmm. why was i surprised they warn us about it every year here's why i was surprised as i recollect and i'm a history buff the last time sandville island was flooded completely with water was 1926. Mm -hmm. so in my way of thinking a severe flood was unlikely and statistically i was right uh, in terms of my own judgment, I was dead doggone wrong. Uh, that floodwaters came in, it was like a river, mm -hmm. like uh, the, the Mississippi at flood level. And it came you know, flooding down our street right at first dusk that evening. And um, I knew my truck would be fine. I parked it in the most elevated area possible. I knew my truck would be fine if the waters did not get over, say, five or six feet 
uh, above sea level. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the floods at my house, the waters were at least nine feet, wow. just over nine feet deep. Um, it almost got to the our houses elevated on stilts. It almost got up into the house. But we do it. We had a second floor. But uh, and I do want to add one more thing, Joe. And this is just uh, me venting a little steam. Uh, prior to this storm, uh, I had a big time generator installed. Mm -hmm. I had it built elevated on a um, scaffolding strong. Uh, scaffolding uh, that was 12 feet off the ground. I had the uh, generator installed atop it, all professionally done. It was a Briggs and Stratton. Listeners, keep that name in mind, Briggs and Stratton. Mm -hmm. The best damn generator they sell, elevated 12 feet off the ground. It did not flood. It did not get any flood water whatsoever in it. But Joe, when the wind hit maybe 60, 65, the paneling on that very expensive Briggs and Stratton generator flew off. Wow. Okay. The winds got up to, I don't know, 155. Well, when the winds reached 70, the generator, Briggs and Stratton, brand new, stopped running. Uh-oh. And run and fueled by underground propane, propane tanks, enough propane to easily have lasted my wife and I a month. We would have been fine had I bought a decent generator, not a Briggs and Stratton, and I bought a real commercially grade uh, generator, as this was advertised to be. Mm -hmm. We would have been fine. So I, I tell you, I now urge everyone be very careful when you buy stuff upon which you uh, count on for your life system. Shop carefully. Gen rack. Genrack makes the best, Randy. Well, I've heard Genrack, I've heard Kohler, and I had other people tell me Briggs and Stratton. Trust me, um, I, Chris, I would have, I would, I bought the best I thought I could buy. Briggs and Stratton is a laughable, sadly over advertised, overpriced. We call I'm them. Embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for them. I'm embarrassed for Randy. The family. I'm embarrassed for. <laughs> Randy, we call them Briggs and scrap them. Yeah, I can. Uh, I yeah, can for, guys. for can, years I've I, called them Briggs and scrap them. I can say with some certainty that uh, we'll never have them as a client. No, no, no but, yeah, no, but we might have Genrack because Genrack is the best. Randy, you are <laughs> off the island right now. I'm off the island, but I'm just right now heading back to hook up with my <clears throat> my special ops buddies who are doing. Uh, still doing rescue comms or rescue ops, um, and that's why I'm going to be pulled over by the cops in just a second. Okay, but can uh, you can you get back on the island because of your special connections? Because the public cannot get on the island. Uh, Joe, the uh, the Lee County, the city of Sandoval has said no one is allowed on the island right. except for uh, rescue and emergency people. I am not going to one uh, counter their authority. Two, I'm don't I don't want to get in the way of the professionals. All right. I think it's unwise <clears throat> and just um, it would be a bad example to set. Um, but I am going to get in a boat and with a photographer and just do a tour around the island. Yeah. But I will in no way, shape, or form 
compromise or get in the way of of, of the police authorities. And I, I realize people who live on Sanibel and um, some are quite angry they're not allowed back on the island to see their property. Right. I understand their anger. On the other hand, uh, I think Lee County, the city of Sanibel, the governor of Florida, they made the right decision when they said nobody allowed back on. Um, but that's human nature, isn't it? Yes. Randy, it's Rook. Quick question. At any, po- at any point when the wind is blowing, the uh, the rain's pounding hard, and you're sitting across the table playing solitaire with Wendy, did she uh, ever give you the, so we had to stay here, huh? Did you, uh, she's tapping her fingers on the table. There, was there any quarreling at all? None whatsoever. I, my right hand to God. Thanks, guys. Anyone, I got to go through, please. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm with uh, Operation Randy Wayne Mike, uh, the novel. So you're trying again to get back in here. No, no, no. I I did uh, radio ops all day. You're left. I mean, I don't blame <laughs> no, you. I was here I did radio. Ra- I did radio ops I all day. I was the one who said that. Officer Keen, say hello to Joe Sushre. You'll be on the radio show. <laughs> hello, officer. Hello, officer. Oh, hey, they're saying hi. 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 Hey, hi. Did you say on his truck? You're done. No, it doesn't say on my truck. It doesn't say my name. It's just my truck. Did you get? Well, no. I'm just gonna help. Help. Yeah. We. we no. I want to get. We want to go here, don't we? Yeah. We're just gonna. I'm gonna help the guys with radio ops again. Um. And I, I did talk to the city of Santa Did I had two weapons on my house that were not secured. Wait. This is on the radio. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm being interviewed. So thanks, officer. Back on, Joe. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Hey, did Doc Ford's get wiped off the map? Not wiped off the map. The best person to talk to about that would be my partner, Marty Harity or Mark Marinello. Um, from personal uh, just knowledge, I know the Santa Barbara restaurant was damaged. Uh, it didn't look too bad to me, but I don't. Yeah, know that much. All right, um, and I did make the mistake of telling someone that, as far as I knew, the other restaurants were okay. I, uh, I hope you have not lost a manuscript or anything forthcoming. You're you're about due for a book, aren't you? Well, I've got a book coming out in May, a young adult not Doc Ford novel. Yeah. My, the young adult not Doc Ford novels. I write them for adults, right? Uh, but I just take out the profanity and. Right, the the sex scenes and that's boring. People, well, no, actually, the young adult Doc Ford novels, the one of them is one of the best books I've ever written. Stingers, it's good, highly recommended. But I don't want to go into that. There's no PR. Mo- I need to do it. Moving forward, uh, having gone through this, uh, have you uh, socked away any um, future book writings? Uh, having gone through this hurricane. Well, I've got a, I've a long-standing contract to write an autobiography, and uh, well, you guys know me. I may be, I'm not the most boring person in the world, but I'm close. <laughs> no, close you're not. <laughs> so I'm just saying, why in the heck would anybody want to read about me? Just, well, we're glad yeah. you and your wife are safe, and uh, all the best, and we'll stay in touch. Uh, guys, I, I, I was not being flippant when I said I, I most miss listening to your show oh, you're very kind. The podcast you are you are just a breath of fresh air and you are often funny as heck um 
and I'm gonna I don't want to miss the high school hockey tournament this year and the, and the haircut contest. And right. All that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, just make I'm sure don't invite us down until everything's all fixed up. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, well, yeah. I'll make sure you get first 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 class treatment, guys. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks, Take Randy. Care. Stay safe. Thank Bye. you. Bye. My son's wife's mother lives on Sanibel. But I didn't know how to ask him to go see if her she still has a place. She Mm -hmm. evacuated. Mm -hmm. And she does not know if her place is standing. And I'm glad Randy phrased it the way he did, because I can imagine the frustration of wanting to get back to see how your property is. Mm -hmm. But he phrased it perfectly. You don't want to interfere with rescue efforts and people that are trying to... He rolled right in, though, didn't he? Oh, yeah. He roll, rolled right in. Yeah, right. Yeah. I love how the officer was trying to give him the business, then couldn't hide the fact that he knew exactly who he was. <laughs> oh, man, I ate there. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, Godspeed to everybody down Schmel's there. Schmel's Countryside has uh, the kind of vehicles that would get you through a lot of flood water. The Atlas 7, the Atlas 7 passenger seating. It's a new Volkswagen SUV with all-wheel drive, and God help you, you name it, it's got it. I've seen a lot of them on the road. And, Thank goodness we're not combating the kind of weather that a uh, Volkswagen Atlas would be suitable for. Also, the uh, Taos is in stock, the Tiguan, the family of Volkswagen SUVs. at Schmelz Countryside in Maplewood on the corner of Highway 36 and 61. Oldest Volkswagen dealer in the region until I'm corrected, and I haven't been corrected. They also have the Volkswagen ID4 SUV. Named the 2021 World Car of the Year. I've done business with Schmelz for many, many years, and I will continue to. Uh, I love the marks they have, and uh, I love the service, and I've uh, enjoyed the relationships I've developed with all these people. I went to school with them. I know them well, and I can't recommend it highly enough. And that family of Volkswagen SUVs are in stock and arriving daily. Find out more about Schmelz Countryside at SchmelzVW.com. Hey, Ruck, you want to knock one out here? Copy. He had had a half a page of a novel in what he was telling us. His son and a Navy SEAL arrive Friday night on the beach side, meaning the Gulf side. They're getting pounded by waves. They beach their craft. They go find him and Wendy and haul their asses back to the mainland. That's cool. Wow. Well, that's what I was saying. Are you going to borrow any of this stuff for one of your future novels? Of course he will. Uh, Pull up Spirit. Then he starts to tell him, I've got two unsecured guns in my house. Wait a minute, I'm on the radio. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Strike that, reverse it. Right. I'm ready. That was pretty good. I'm rolling. Rolling. Uh, You know, it's not a, I'm not even joking here. If you're going through a hurricane, candles may just not save your life, but make your life a little bit easier. I'm talking about any candle, but specifically right now, I'm talking about fun candles. When you are going somewhere as a housewarming gift, when you've got Christmas presents to give, birthday, anniversary. They need the hurricane. Spiral Light Candles has your hurricane candle and they're spinning in emotion. Uh, we joke about it, but you know what? Candles are a must have in your home, no matter what, whether you have power or not. And Spiral Light Candles are not boring candles. They are a necessity. 
They're the necessity. And I'll tell you what, they come in all shapes and sizes, colors, scents. Go to spiralightcandles.com. See how they burn cranberry mango. Oh, does that look good? And it smells fantastic. You want to smell the garage? Then you ask for the cylinder index candle because you went to spiralightcandles.com. Stop burning boring candles during a hurricane. Burn the ones that are good for you. Spiralightcandles.com. They ship everywhere. Check them out. They're a Garage Logic family run company. It started in the garage and they're continuing to grow because they advertise on the Garage Logic podcast. Spiralightcandles.com. Oh my God, Ricky. That's what I need in a hurricane is a fun candle. Yep. Hey, Look at Ma. that thing burning a circle, Mom. Hey, Ma, I know we lost everything, but. But I got it. Look at all the fun bleeping candle <laughs> here. There's still Everybody con- gather around. There's still a conversation piece. Hey, I know we just lost Fido off the deck. <laughs> That's all right. We gather him. around here. Look at him. I'll go on the storm with my spiral light candle and light the way. Yeah, they'll ship everywhere. They ain't shipping to Santa Bill. Well, but the first part is when I hear this. Uh, you know, it's not a. I knew he was thinking. <laughs> how can I tie in oh. the hurricane conversation? Oh, Let's do it. You know, as Hank said in um, Gary Sandling's show, Larry, uh, what was that called? I don't know. Uh, it's an art. Yeah. <laughs> when he was trying to do the garden weasel. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. What was that, Gary Sandling? Oh, it was the Larry Sanders Larry show. Larry Sanders show. Oh, Larry Sanders. Gary Shandling okay. was the actor. That's right. Jeffrey Tambor. Hey now. Hey now. Oh, Hank. I gotta say, you know this thermos I got here? <clears throat> yeah. This thing will hold ice over water or over water yeah. overnight. Same. You know the moral I've learned? Uh if they if there's an evacuation, <clears throat> I'm leaving. I thought maybe I'd be one of those guys that stay the hell with it. I don't want to well, be flooded. But you I'm don't leaving. have the skills he has, too. He's got that night vision stuff. He's got two unsecured weapons in his house. Right. I, hope, I hope Briggs and Stratton doesn't <laughs> sue his ass. Well, he's got he, a point. He wasn't lying. That Generac generator. I know people that have them, um, and they're amazing. Are they silent? Yeah, doesn't yeah, your I, mom have one? Ken? Both my parents have have them, yeah. and uh, you, when you're in the house, you don't even know it's on. You can't hear it. How far into the? Um... My my mom called from Texas one winter night and said the generator's on, and I was there, and I said no, and she said, well, I got to notice it's on, so I opened up the door. <laughs> sure enough, mom, you're right. Does generator's it go on automatically? On. Yeah, wow. it's. The, the instant you lose power, it's on. And, and you're not without power for more than a second. Really? Seriously. Wow. Yeah. It's really good. How far into your decision to stay would the CP have said? <laughs> you had no, to stay, that huh? would be. No, she'd leave. Yeah, she would leave. leave. Right, there. Right, there you go. <laughs> we'll see you later. Okay, in the case that you, for some reason, had to be evacuated from your home in St. Paul, where do you think you're going to go? Yeah, you're at the highest point. You're going to go to Chicago? Alexandria. Well, I can't imagine. You're not coming here. <laughs> I, I can't imagine. Cabin? I can't imagine. Let's bring that up on the air. Let's go here. No, we did a Krabby Coffee Shop episode about this, a bugging out in, in the case well, of there's like. There's nowhere to go around here. A nuclear disaster. That cloud's coming right at you. I go you got to my run local for your life. Then, never mind, because it'll get you no matter where you go. Oh, I, so you're like John Height. You're just going to sit on the front yeah. porch and wait for death to come. Why not? I'd go you're to not my local. Fight. 
high school or elementary school down the fallout shelter and then just get under my desk. Yeah, and they have crackers and water. <laughs> yes. They had us yeah. under kindling. Okay, here we go. Yep. Kenny, you ready? For what? It's showtime, baby. Here we go. Rolling. And now, a man who has never had a relationship with a tree, Joe Souchere. So last week we visited, uh, visited, did, did. We went to Dutch Harbor in Alaska. Then we went to the South Pacific with emails from GLers that had Seafoam Works stories. Today, we go to Hated Slayton in Murray County, Ooh. Minnesota. That's where two of my favorite things are actually coming together this weekend at the Seafoam Motor Treatment Dirt Nationals. Two days of dirt racing featuring all the classes that are a really big deal for those of us into dirt racing. Late models, mods, B-mods, stock cars. Hobbies, bombers, the four bangers. And they've really opened up the rules here so the racers in all sanctioning bodies can show up and run for the big dough. The cities of Slayton and the Murray County Speedway, uh, they're going above and beyond here to make this a big deal for both the racers and us fans. And Seafoam loved the idea so much that they got involved and sponsored the whole shebang. This could be one of the last weekends of dirt, dirt track racing here in the state. And the place to be this weekend is uh, in Patrick's boyhood, boyhood Stomping Grounds down in Slayton. And the Murray hated, County. That's hated Slayton. Hated Slayton and the Murray County Seafoam Nationals. From Alaska to the South Pacific to Hated Slayton. A local company, a global reach, and a wonderful product in the world of dirt track racing, Seafoam. When I point. Got it. Bert writes, uncharacteristically, the Blonde Reckoning and I listened to the Friday podcast together on the evening of October 1st. We found the special master bit to be, well, dumb. <laughs> However, we did pick up a mod modicum of edification, two bleep you words from it, so not a total loss. Then you steered out of the skid with the French gigglers. This caused the BR to have a laughing spell so severe I was required to fix her a calmative. This meant tequila. <laughs> this led to activities involving apricots. The talking frog had the night off. To yes. sum up, one GL is both smart and dumb, two GL is funny, and three GL is conducive to marital relations. No. Vous êtes célibataire, c'est pas à cause de votre rire. J'espère pas. Non. The one Gosh. sounds like a truck's backup alarm that's yes. on the fritz. Yeah. One guy texted uh, emailed me, he said he was driving to Duluth, and long <laughs> after it was done, his dog was still going nuts in the back seat looking for ducks. <laughs> Where are they? I hear them. Oh, oh, God. Wait, so for some couples, it's a date night. 
for Michael Bublé, like I experienced a few sure. weeks ago. Why in other not? cases, right. it's everybody has their turn French on. laughter video on GL makes it happen. I, for I just love the fact that Joe Souchere, who demands that uh, all of us on his staff that take the high road at all times, he's now getting uh, apricot canning updates from the GLers. Well, <laughs> that could fantastic. be a new we don't get it often. We don't get it often. <laughs> Let's go to uh, America's own uh, bundle of laughs, Vice President Kamala Harris. Ah, yes. And apparently we have audio from two occasions. The first being what? Addressing troops? Yes. Uh, In South Korea? I will get you the dateline for I believe she was still overseas when she came up with these doozies. Vice President Kamala Harris informed soldiers about the new Webb telescope during a visit to the demilitarized zone between North and South Korea. That's where she was using binoculars to see North Korea. And, and one of the soldiers said, ma'am, it's it's 50 feet. It's right oh, here. Yeah. It's like, it's right here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, what do you got here? Okay, stop that. That's not playable. You didn't tell me the audio was that bad. I thought you had heard it. That's no, I never heard it before. Hey, set that aside for a second. I, I, I'm. Am I offended? I might be by the fact that she uses "we invested" like it was her money. Yeah, she yeah. grabbed her purse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, two things to point out with that particular video. There's three soldiers standing there. Not one of them is interested in anything she has to say. Right. They're just kind of not in the, when is she going to be done mm-hmm. talking here? Her back is to the camera, which uh-huh. is why the audio That's quality why, yeah. was so bad. Third, did you not hear the part where she said, you can see three billion years ago? Yeah. That's how powerful this telescope oh. is. Are the guys standing around? Are they kind of like the guys in that George Brett video when he's telling his uh, filling yes. the pants story? They're trying yes. not to listen, yeah. <laughs> trying to ignore. Looking him. around, please, yeah. someone get my attention. Yeah. Oh, the <laughs> second, <laughs> the second clip is uh, she's addressing <laughs> the uh, the urgent needs of the people in Southwest Florida. Mm-hmm. All right, our um, lowest income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions and and impacted by by issues that are not of their own making. And so mm-hmm. we, absolutely. And so we have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity, understanding that we, we fight for equality, but we also need to fight for equity, understanding not everyone starts out at the same place. And if we want people to be in an equal place, sometimes we have to take into account those disparities. Um, and, and do that work. Well, uh, I don't know where to begin with her stupidity. The uh, hurricane did not adversely affect uh, low-income neighborhoods, for example, any more than it did any other neighborhood. And the very thought of uh, basing your FEMA help on equity is anti-American. That's not what that's not what we do. Uh, this woman is a uh, an increasingly horrible disaster for this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, increasingly uh, 
so disagreeable and so foul that I, I can't believe we've gotten ourselves into a situation <clears throat> where she's, what, she's the heartbeat away, for right. God's sakes. You know what she's saying, don't you? Can you read between all of that? Well, it's if, she's, if you she's following the equity BS. It's bigger than that, though. What she's saying is, okay, ma and pop homeowner, you've done well for yourselves. You're kind of on your own. We don't need to take care of mm -hmm. you. What we need to take care of are the the poor innocent people that can't afford to get themselves out of this mess. That's what we're here for. We're, we're from the government. We're here to help. I'm sure there's a great faction of Americans who look at all those piled up boats and say, serves them right. Because we've, we've hammered home class warfare in this country. Mm -hmm. It's part of the division. It's part of the mystery. It's the likes of Kamala Harris would be part and parcel to it because she's a moron. And so there are people in this country that look at all these damaged yachts and say, I don't care, more power to the wind and what have you, which is a completely absurd way of thinking. And uh, again, the uh, the hurricane uh, didn't pick and choose which neighborhoods it hit. You're already seeing that play out, though, saying Florida's getting what it deserves because of its stance based upon the governor's viewpoints on climate change. That's been that's been taking well, place but, for the but last climate week. Climate change had nothing to do with this hurricane. Are you sure? Positive. Hmm. And I think when you encounter someone uh, who is quick to believe that climate change has something to do with it, for example, I did. And I, I pushed back with what I recommended we push back with Friday. I said, well, please explain to me then 1848. Please explain to me 1921. Please explain to me the worst hurricane in U.S. history that destroyed Galveston, uh, Galveston, Texas at the turn of the 20th century. Please explain that to me. And they had no answer. Met with silence? There's no answer. <clears throat> and there's also a ton, speaking again of the governor of Florida, that he's getting widely criticized for his stance on evacuation. Is that correct? And, and I, I'm saying, well, what what was he supposed to do? Well, I, I, I would like to riff on that for a minute. Okay. Because I was thinking about that on the Garage Logic Service Road of Life. It took, uh, what's this, Monday? The storm hit Thursday. It took about three days before this unfortunate new dynamic set in, which is there must be somebody to blame for this. Yes. Well, there is no one to blame for it. It's, uh, it's, it's it's a natural disaster. In fact, I got a great email to that regard. But my the uh, the larger point being that uh, we don't accept any inconveniences. You're taught that in the failed academy. You're taught You're right. that there should be no bumps in the road, and if there is, it's obviously somebody's fault. And so now the latest is, I believe. There's a, a an effort underway to say that what the government didn't warn us in time. Is that basically what's kind happening of, yes. now? Yep. That we weren't yep. a, we weren't uh, we weren't prepared. Well, the the oldest kid I used to have, his wife's mom, she got the word to evacuate in plenty of time and evacuated. So I don't know what that means, but I have a <laughs> uh, I have a really interesting email from uh, from Dave who writes, "Hail the flashlight king." Hail you. Hail you. In my Sunday morning news feed in the wake of Hurricane Ian, I found an article that led me down the rabbit trail to the expanding bullseye effect, which is the academic and scientific term for a concept you have often pondered how the impact of natural hazards have increasingly become labeled as natural disasters. 
We as a society continue to expand our presence in areas that have natural hazards so that when they occur, independent of any climate change debate or change in frequency or intensity, they are more likely to be termed as disasters due to the damage caused. To quote the entry to the rabbit trail, author and scientist Stephen Strader states, broadly, a hazard is a geophysical event such as a tropical storm, tornado, earthquake, etc., that poses a potential threat to humans and the things we value, our homes, vehicles, agriculture. Disasters, in contrast, are singular or interactive hazard events that have a profound impact on local people or places, either in terms of injuries, property damage, loss of life, or environmental impacts. He continues, not all hazards result in disaster, but social factors such as exposure and vulnerability most often dictate hazard impact severity and the likelihood the event is categorized as a disaster. So Hurricane Ian, as it hit Sanibel Island, just to keep it right there, that's a disaster, but it's an entirely natural hazard. Are you guys following this now? Mm -hmm. Yes. This is where the concept of an expanding bullseye is an apt metaphor. As we continue to build in areas that are exposed to hazards, we increase the size of the bullseye. If Rookie were selling a dartboard at his yard sale and we extended the bullseye to the triple ring, our chances of hitting the bullseye increase exponentially. And he sent me a graphic with a depiction of that. Uh, Keeping up on the service road and pondering, Currently in Navarre, Florida, formerly fighting for common sense in the heart of Liberal Lakes, not far from uh, Kenny and South Minneapolis. Uh, P.S. If you read this on air, please give a shout out to Todd at 30 Bales and tell him Deej sent you. Nice. DJ sent this. And uh, he's absolutely right in what we've been saying. The difference, what used to be a hazard Mm -hmm. is now a disaster because people are affected. I'm not sure God wants us to live on barrier islands. It's it they're it, they're great until they're not. And then the problem becomes we've lost the element of critical thinking in this country to mm-hmm. a large degree. Mm-hmm. And what we've also lost is the ability to listen to a differing viewpoint. That's a bad combination to have because now what's just being taken as fact are controlled numbers by one side of the political aisle. And let me restate for the euphorians who listen and the liberal lakes people and the people from diversityville. I'm in no way making light of this. This is a horrid event and people lost their boats, right. their cars, their homes, their lives, and their <laughs> lives, their pets. And uh, they encountered a hazard that for them quite justifiably is a disaster, but the hazard itself is entirely natural. Now, Kenny uh, was asking us off here, what if you had to evacuate St. Paul or Minneapolis? Where would you go? I can't I can't get there, Kenny, because I can't make it analogous to anything. Uh, we have nothing that would cause that. Well, sure you do. You, you've got a fire raging that's already claimed eight houses on your block that's oh. headed your way. Well, um, you drive a couple of blocks you, away. There's a meltdown at the plant either down at Prairie Island or in Monticello. Mm-hmm. Clouds headed your way. Um, there's many reasons for evacuation. How about this? Uh, a, a horrific snowstorm that's only going to attack 
let's say the upper third or whatever of the of, of the state. Just the white privilege. It only attacks the white yeah. privilege. Uh, Such, by the way, you were right, and they are going back and forth on social about Florida uh, and whether or not they did or did not deserve right. Hurricane Ian. And it's all for political reasons. Yep. Hmm. It has nothing to do with deserving. No, right. It's an right. act of God. But that's why Amy Klobuchar needs to win this midterm election. Because if you vote Democrat, right. this won't happen. Nope. This will not happen. Which is that's, such a joke. That's a, as absurd as saying we can stop the sun from rising. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. just how stupid that is. It really, really But is. they they're, they eat it up. They love it. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. Shoot. I thought I was trying to grab some copies so I could squeeze in an ad here. Poop. Well, why don't you just back up and right before he says, we'll be back, launch into it. Yeah. I don't think he's listening. He's editing. Chris. <clears throat> sorry. Can you just back up and stop it right before he says, we'll be back and launch into it? Oh, look at you. I could do that. Let me pull one up here. Why is the market kicking ass today? You'll find out tomorrow with Josh. Is he on today? No. Tuesday. Holiday, 1972 Monte Carlo. A real hot rod from South Minneapolis up to Aiken on Saturday. Joe? Who did? I did. For a friend. Yeah, for a friend. Oh. It went perfectly. It was easy to load. I got I got to his house at seven thirty. By eight o'clock, I was pulling out of the alley. Got up to uh, Aiken two hours later. Was on the road back you got home. To Aiken from Minneapolis in two hours pulling a car. Well, yeah, I'm doing sixty five seventy. Wow, I'm impressed. Uh, tell me well, this: is the driver. car any good? Oh God, this thing is a hot rod suit. Oh, it's a hot rod. It's modified. It's... He's he put a big block in. Oh, it. well, then I'm uh, not interested. And, and no, <laughs> and, and he he made an, a model that did exist. Only this one didn't start with a big block in it. Hmm. Uh, but it's a hell of a car. There's a neat piece in the Wall Street Journal today uh, about a guy who restored a Plymouth Barracuda. Yeah, love that to, car. To what exactly a brand? He he tried to imagine. If if Plymouth was if Chrysler Plymouth was still making the Barracuda, what would it be like today? Yeah, in yeah. terms of its shape, its style, its amenities, its right. uh, technology, yeah. its engine, and the thing was gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. Hmm. Yeah, Rook. That gave it's... me an idea about an MGB or a Triumph, which would be an affordable project. What would one be like today? Guys have done that in the sled world where they've recreated what would a what would a 2020 snow jet look like? Yeah. You know, they went out of business in 76. What would a 2022 MGB? I love those are fun projects. Yeah, well, it would have windows that worked and a top that kept the rain out and all kinds of stuff. Are we doing something here? I'm gonna have to do one. Well, let's go. Red man. Like when we finished restoring that Studebaker Hawk. Yeah. It was so far above and better what came from the factory 
the windows and doors sealed. Right. The engine ran. The tranny worked. Yeah. You ready, Rook? Yep. Rolling. Nothing can freshen up your home than a brand new kitchen floor, living room floor, uh, basement carpet, whatever the case may be. But you need to have a design, a plan. Well, Redmond's Flooring and Design in Anoka can, of course, support you with that design plan. They have their showcase, their showroom in Anoka, and they want you to stop by. You give them a call first, set up an appointment. Estimates are always free. And again, 50 years of experience, they know and they have seen a lot of trends come and go. So they're going to give you the latest and greatest ideas. So go ahead and poke around the website. It's redmans.com, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com. They're thrilled with the response from Garage Logicians. So go ahead and check out their carpet selection, hardwood, tile, vinyl, waterproof. Mike and the crew do a fantastic job. They're very seasoned. And again, they're not an overnight operation. Things like this should not be rushed. You go up to their design studio, you pick out what you need, and then they install it at a wonderful, they take their time. They take their time because they do it right. So give them a call, 763-316-3332, 763-316-3332. Poke around the website for some of the reviews so you can get the kind of vibe of what they do. Redmond's Flooring and Design online at redmonds.com. They work with Mohawk, the biggest name in flooring. Check out more at redmonds.com. Okay, how about this, Such? Such? Yeah, I'm here. So you take, just pick a cool car from the 50s or uh, 57 Chevy. And instead of restoring it back to original, it looks absolutely original. But in under the hood, it's a new engine, fuel injection, turbo, the whole thing. That's done re- all the time. A real radiator, real right. tranny, real suspension, good brakes. I love those kind of restorations. Oh, I really? love them because you look at it and you can't tell. It's a 57 Chevy with no mods at all. But under the hood, it's the real deal. And it's not going to break down when you're halfway up the Beartooth Highway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Talking some real bleep and muscle, man. Got it. I watched that twice over the weekend. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you what Melba Toast is packing Over right packing here. All here. right. We got 7-Eleven Posse <laughs> track out back. Uh, Let's go double, double pumper, Edelbrock intake. Pat will be wandering in here before you know it. Yes, sir. Quit screwing around. Let's right. go here. You ready, Pop Ken? Up pistons. Oh, now I'm trying to remember the speech. Yeah. <laughs> What's the song to in the background? Uh, Head East. Never Head been East. any reason. Right, I'm rolling. Oh, I'm good. You don't want any more? Let's uh, go here. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. Sir. This yeah. guy wears yeah. many yeah. hats. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. not indoors. Joe Suchere. Well, I thought I knew everything you could possibly know about Liberty Safes. Turns out, no, 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 I don't know. There's a line of Liberty Safes called the Fat Boys. I love this so much. And Maple Grove Lock and Safe has them on sale until October 17th. And it's not just any safe say, sale. It's a giant safe sale. Get huge savings on some of the largest models like the Fat Boy Series and the Colonial 50. Again, the sale running through October 17th. Some of them on sale here. The Fat Boy Junior Extreme, the Fat Boy Junior XL, the Fat Boy Extreme. I like the Fat Boy Extreme. This one has a 110-minute fire rating. Electrical outlet kits, door panels, clear view light kit, the Colonial 50, 75-minute fire rating, secure RAM, electronic lock, the whole deal. And to answer your first question, yeah, of course, financing is available. Your second question, 
Yeah, and I'd just get this, okay? You're an adult. You're grown up. Professional delivery and installation always available at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Liberty Safe's made here in the United States of America. They've got a transferable lifetime warranty. That's huge. And, of course, the best-built safes on the planet. Maple Grove Lock and Safe open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, and open 24 hours a day at maplegrovelockandsafe.com. California residents can now acquire a state ID regardless of immigration status under a law signed by Governor Gavin Newsom Friday. We are a state of refuge, a majority-minority state, where 27% of us are immigrants, Newsom said after signing the legislation. That's why I'm proud to announce the signing of today's bills to further support our immigrant community, which makes our state stronger every day. I, w- I would contest that. Wait, doesn't that get this? A law passed in 2013 allows California residents to obtain a driver's license, but the bill that was signed Friday will allow non-driving residents to acquire a, to acquire a government-based ID, even if government-issued ID, even if they are not a legal immigrant. Hmm. The bill sponsors framed ID cards as passports to economic and societal participation that allow individuals to access banking services, obtain government benefits, they're illegal, and acquire health care. <laughs> About 22% of California's nearly 11 million immigrants are in the U.S. illegally, according to the Public Policy Institute of California. One day after signing the bill, Newsom traveled to Texas where he targeted Texas Governor Greg Abbott and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for busing and flying migrants to blue cities, and despite California's 2017 ban on official travel to Texas. So he violated that. Uh, Newsom would be an extraordinarily disappointing and dangerous president. Yes. Hmm. Isn't that hard to believe that we could actually downgrade from what we have right now? No, we'd, we'd only be going in the wrong direction. But this makes your ID in California uh, worthless. What? Why do I need an ID? Right, right. It's a if uh, we're handing them out to illegals. Why do I need one? Well, right. let's let's just say what we all want to say because we know what this is about. Equity. No, it's votes. Thank you. Yeah, that's all that this is about. And if you suggest otherwise, I'm sorry, you're a moron including someone that might be listening to the stream right now that just texted us. So you're saying, here's your ID card, get out and vote for me? That's what you're saying? Yep. Well, not only that, but here's your ID card. Go get some government benefits and health care that we're paying for. You're illegal. What's the point of me having a California ID? I don't need Zero. Nothing. This is a messed up world. Council member... uh, (laughs) I could count on you to go out on that list. Just, what are we going to do? That, was that rookie, rookie in a can? Yeah. yeah. I, sorry, <laughs> hit the sidekick in a can button. Yeah, sorry. The uh, <laughs> the St. Paul City Council has, unfortunately, on its roster, a woman named Mitra Jalali. Sure. She's come up frequently on the show for her buffoonery. Uh She's an example of why we have just let the wrong people take over, run and take over. Yeah. Yeah. A guy named Walt emailed me her recent uh, update for her Ward 4 residence. He he moved from Ward 4 in the spring of 2020, but still gets it. Okay. He says that has to say something. (laughs) 
the first three long paragraphs of her Ward 4 update concern Iran. Iran? The Ward 4 in St. Paul's Miriam Park and yeah. parts of University Avenue, this and that and the other thing. But her first three paragraphs are about Iran because she's the daughter of an Iranian father. And so, and she she's... She's employed by the National Iranian Action Council. Yep. She 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 doesn't give a bleep about St. Paul. Right. This Tell me more about the Marion Park streets and how they need to be plowed or repaired. Uh, I don't want to read it. The hell with it. But Walt's right. Isn't this ironic? The first three paragraphs are her lamenting what's taking place in Iran with the protests and how Iranian she is and how important it is. Which just to... leads me to assume she's being run by Iran. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> but you know how I love conspiracies. No, I know. I know. Uh, the Ica Rear, a brand new vessel and the first electric-powered ferry in the southern hemisphere, just had to be rescued after running out of battery in the oh, harbor. Oh, oh leaving the vessel stranded without power. In the harbor? Uh, Are they taking off or coming back? Luckily, help was on the way with a fossil-fueled, powered police boat coming to the rescue of the passengers. With a really long cord? This is from some site in Sweden. An inferior electric-powered ferry ran out of battery and had to be rescued. Uh, Just a few weeks ago, the media wrote an article praising the electric ferry revolution. uh, Oh, this is New Zealand. In Auckland to a cost of 150 million bucks. Hmm. Oh, this is from Norway. It's from all over the hell. <laughs> yeah, this, this is, well, the boats it, keep moving. This you know? is everywhere. They, go they everywhere. got these things. This yeah. was big over the weekend. This was making the rounds yeah. on social yeah. over the weekend. So in Norway, yeah. uh, in Norway, if you want to fully charge a Tesla at a Circle K fast charger, it costs you 90 bucks. Woo! To which somebody came back and said, well, how much does it cost to fill up your car? Probably the same. And then somebody came back and said, on a charge, you can get 315 miles. I'm just paraphrasing now. And with a tank full of gas, you can get 500 and back and forth all weekend long right. with this topic. Well, the, from Norway. It was a lot of fun. It was from fun Norway to, to New Zealand, we're hearing about electric ferries that run out of juice. And the proponents, no matter what the bad news is, they're always willing to big up electricity. And not see it for what it is. The uh, the the push to electric cars is just such folly. It's just such folly. Here, New deaf York. ears, Such deaf ears. New York, uh, we're going to have nothing but electrics by 2035. Uh, New York plans to prohibit the sale of all new gas-powered cars and trucks by 2035. New York Governor Kathy Hochul is following California's lead to convert all new car sales to electric, and that's by 2035. She's going to direct the State Department of Environmental Conservation to take major regulatory action that will require all new passenger cars, pickup trucks, and SUVs sold in New York to be zero emissions by 2035. They're not zero emissions, Kathy. Their exhaust pipe is elsewhere. Uh, 
untold uh, emissions are required just to require the earth moving equipment to destroy the earth to get the lithium oh, for batteries joe we're in a transition state that's right. it might be that way now but it's changing and it'll be better in the future come on get on board she wishes to ensure new york's communities benefit from the historic federal climate change investments don't you just get the feeling Mm, yep, I I'm sure feeling. Yep. You don't living, even have to say it. We're just living in a big lie. Right? Mm -hmm. Just this, this big delusionary lie. Hochul de desires to ensure New York's communities benefit from historic federal climate change investments. <laughs> it's a lie. There's nothing to invest in. Solar and wind, I guess they mean. I, uh... New York officials believe the switch to electric cars will help the state achieve its climate requirement of reducing greenhouse gases by 85% by 2050. So what? what what's That's just another number. What, They're just moving the nothing's dial. Nothing's going to change. Right. I'm trying to find it. I saw this yesterday morning citing the long gas lines in Florida due to the well, you can understand that. No, but how now it, it pressing for the need now right, of, the, right, of right. the electric vehicle. I'm thinking, doesn't that person understand the, you know. Well, here we go again, where you the get choir. the, uh, where you get the vice president's misinformation. This is the New York governor. In addition, reducing emissions will provide significant air quality benefits to many of New York's disadvantaged communities predominantly home to low-income black, indigenous, and people of color, and often adjacent to transit routes with heavy vehicle traffic. The regulation will help address disproportionate risk and health and pollution burdens of affecting these communities. Uh, how are they supposed to afford these? This is white guilt. Ask any one of those people affected, and they'll go, huh? What? That's the least of their problems. They're trying to get to work. They're trying to put food in their family, right. and they're trying not to get killed. <laughs> and you wonder you wonder if we'll make it. You wonder about pushback, and you wonder who the electorate is in Minnesota. There was a letter to the Star Tribune yesterday, Sunday Star Tribune, from a woman who, who uh, I'm paraphrasing. I forgot to bring it with me, but she wrote to, uh, something to the effect that we all have to take action now. We should drive electric cars. Just do it! Exclamation okay. point. You know, well, they cost about sixty-five grand, you yeah. moron. Yeah. And, and 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 the rest of this. And I just thought we got no shot. People are buying this BS. They they hold childish beliefs. They hold childish beliefs. They look at the they look at their lives as though they're looking at a golden book storybook from their childhood Little children's book when yeah. everything was perfect oh well and I'm the glad temperature you... was just what it was supposed to be and it snowed just when it was when it was festive to have some snow and it rained on a dark and stormy summer day so everyone could gather around and read comic books and they're they're, they're living a childhood fantasy, fantasy yes. because they are adult children who've never faced serious consequences of any trouble in life whatsoever none Let's do some math. 
$60,000 car. What what are we talking for payments here? No down payment. I don't know, 450 a month. Oh, it's way more. Oh, than that. I, I, I don't would know. I would have guessed I 600. Run the numbers. You got to kick some tires and run numbers. 600, right? It's 600 a, a I month. I call it 600. No, it's going to be probably 750 if you do a 7-year loan. Uh, okay, agree on a price so we can do the math. 750. Yep. Divided by 2. That's $375 out of your paycheck every paycheck. Uh, divided that by two. What do we get? Oh God, I just screwed up. <laughs> one seventy-five. It'd be seventy bucks a month. Seven fifty divided by four. Yeah, hundred and eighty-seven dollars a week. You think they can afford that? I'm having a dark thought. I, uh, middle class people can't even afford that. <laughs> What's your evil thought? Oh, I'm having a dark thought. Yeah, but think how much money you're saving. Go on away, gas, dark Kenny. thought. Go away. No, no bring it out. Spit out. it out. Spit it out. That will have to be reckoned with. And what will trump the price of the car is the need to provide the car. Or if not the car, the elimination of the car to force everyone onto public transit because people can't afford the electric car. Oh, dear God. Oh, well, it's, I... just a further, it's just a further swirling down the toilet into socialism. Because they'll have to come to the realization that you can't keep telling us to buy $60,000 electric cars. We don't have yeah, the don't money. Have no, you're going to take a bus from Scott County to work. Maybe yeah, they'll, they'll come up with a fifteen thousand dollar electric car that will be a piece of bleep. Like yeah. the, the Yugo, it'll run on double A batteries. Twenty miles, twenty miles for a charge. Right, right. I thought you were going to go down the direction of the government start is going to start giving this away. Not only do you get the tax break, but enter in your zip code, and if you live in a poor area, uh, we're going to slash that car by i don't know half or maybe it'll be worse than that maybe each neighborhood you get one car and the government will assign when you as a family no. get to use it no okay. what i'm saying is these folks are going to get their car but who's going to end up paying for it taxpayers oh, of course yeah, we're going to buy there's it. seven houses on this block you get sunday you get monday tuesday wednesday <laughs> thursday friday saturday so i asked rhetorically this morning how much local television you guys watch in the morning i watch zero okay. did you want me to no, I think I, you wanted an answer. That was not I a rhetorical two, question, was it? He wanted two an answer. Two stations, me, Chris. Me too. I, I flip between two, and I'll, I think it's obvious which two I, I watch. Boy, However, I should read the paper. I do, I do it on my phone while I'm watching local news, Joe. Oh, I don't yeah. think he does, Joe. I so in any event, it's now become incessant. <laughs> Every commercial break is all political ads, right? I can't stand it. It's that. Angie it's, Craig or Tyler or Rip Jensen. Exactly. Yeah. But there's a stance now that the left has taken, and I don't know if you guys have caught wind of this, because both the Craig campaign and the Walls campaign are doing this. And maybe there's others that I'm just unaware of, because Walls' new ad is just rich. Everything about it is a complete lie. Well, he's taking money and giving it to the wealthy. Right, because Scott Jensen wants to defund the police. Wait, what? what no, the, when the hell no, did that he happen? No, he doesn't. Hauser's so, got to grade that one. But here's the one that I that I love. It's if you find your opponent is disagreeable and they're not toting the left's company line with everything, including abortion rights, whatever, that person's too extreme they're for extreme. Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. The one I like, and I'm not sure the uh, I'm not sure the yeah. copywriters were aware of their own irony, but there's some bald geek who's bitching about uh, Jensen saying, I have two daughters. And yeah, I've seen Jensen. He's at the bar. Yeah. And he the says, restaurant. and he says, it's immoral not to have abortion. No, actually, it's the opposite is true. 
true. But in the knew, theological sense, what's immoral is abortion. Right. But he's but, saying it's immoral that this here's be the deal. Taken from the, the argument is moot. He can't, as the governor, can't do anything right. about abortion. And right. I believe anything. Jensen when he says that's not why he's running. That's I not right. why he's I running. thought a good comeback ad for him was holding the baby. Yeah. But the entire point is being missed. None of these ads are truthful. And the problem right. is we have so many meathead morons roaming amongst us. Oh, then that must be what's going right. on. How about you like the one where he says we have to fully fund education? What yeah, does that mean? Because we haven't been doing that for more the last... than half the state's budget in Minnesota is education. And by more the way, than half walls. This entire food fraud program stemmed from the Department of Education. And they portray the doctor as hating education, hating kids, yep. and hating everything to do with He's it. only delivered about 15,000 of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he wants to shut down all the schools, according to the... Well, the one I'm referring to, there's a new one now where uh, there's a mom of two boys doing some grocery shopping. She's roaming the, the hallways of the, of the whatever the cub food, whatever whatever grocery store she's at. I'm so thankful Governor Walls is watching out for families. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Fantasy prices land have doubled. She doesn't live in Minneapolis or St. Paul. You know what these ads tell you? It, it tell it it's a they're insulting to us. Exactly. They are. They're yes. insulting and but but it goes beyond that. What they show you is these are people that have no idea who we are. They have no idea what we care about. Mm -hmm. They're only interested in lighting fires in these various constituencies that will keep them in office. Yes. To right. keep to preserve their life on the third rail. And Angie Craig, I'm watching you like a hawk. If you ever dare utter one word anti-fossil fuels. I don't know what I'll do because that ad of her running around in her Jeep keeps running. Well, she's on her way to Cottage Grove. Yeah. Yeah. What's in Cottage Grove? Don't, don't ever know. give me your BS, Civics. Angie Craig, about you. You think we should be frowning on fossil fuels while you're out there pandering to an audience by driving a Jeep. Pandering. Well, Joel, that's what she does when she wants to escape. Well, Washington. because she's she's so exhausted from fighting oh, for the fight. you. I and what about a the bunch fight. of BS. <laughs> the fight. Your fight's BS. But it's true of all of fighting. Them. Yeah. You and Joe, you and Reavers are making a great point. These people have no idea what we go through on a daily or weekly basis. They have no idea what, what it's like to look at a pile of bills and say, well. You ain't getting crap this month because I got no I, money. I just saw on um, Drudge, 60% of Americans are paycheck to paycheck. And when they get, and then, when they get wow. in that club, they don't want to leave it. Oh, and then, crazy. rookie, you, uh, you're you living paycheck to paycheck. You're barely making ends meet. And then your furnace quits. Ooh. Now you're talking six grand. It's going to be a cold winter, folks. Get a yep. sweatshirt. You think any of them understand that scenario? Ew. You know what else is insulting, too? And I'll, I'll finish with the walls. Moving Minnesota forward. Up right here, <laughs> Right, buddy. I got your forward. Right we here. we forward were more this. forward about 10 years ago than we are now, based upon your crap. Look at this and watch it go forward. <laughs> well, you can what? beat, you can save some dough on all these scooters from EcoFund. Yep. That turn urban errands into adventure. You got any money left and you got to right. go to the grocery <laughs> right. store. Do that. It's fun to go on a scooter because they get 100 miles to the gallon. Uh, plus the e-bikes. 
the youth recreational equipment, those little ATVs for kids, the service, the helmets, the apparel. I saw a couple in my neck of the woods riding their EcoFun bikes yesterday because oh, it was so glorious well, What a great bike riding day yesterday. Mm-hmm. There'll be more coming up. There's two EcoFun Motorsport locations, the new store in Forest Lake on 97, immediately west of 35, Interstate 35, and then the store that opened this summer in Burnsville on the service road off. 35 near County Road 42, Chris, is that correct? Yes. And uh, here's the deal. They're taking orders for winter pickup to store your bike or scooter. The prices start at 260 That includes spring tune-up, battery tendering, winterization, storage in a heated warehouse. I'm taking advantage of it for the third year in a row. I can't, I can't believe what a great deal this is because my scooter will be returned to me in the spring ready to go. Pick up and drop off at your home. Call 612-321-8867 to reserve your spot at that Forest Lake location. And just now, and just for GLers, mm-hmm. take an extra 100 bucks off the price tag of any new scooter or electric bike, plus get free winter storage for any purchases that began October 1st. Mm. So on Saturday, if you bought you got free winter storage. If you work your deal correctly, buy it now. now. Leave it with them. Boom. Bang, bang, boom, boom, boom. You got Pick it. Pick it up in the spring. Doink. That's a GL exclusive, 100 bucks off any new scooter or electric bike. EcoFun Motorsports, Forest Lake and Burnsville, EcoFunMotorsports.com. I'll tell you how we can move Minnesota forward, Joe. That's with better water. And it's Reavers here once again. For my friends at Hofferman Water, I'm going to go as fast as possible through this ad. Independent water treatment dealer, by the way. Hofferman Water is the absolute best, and they offer sales, service, and rental for Connecticut water treatment systems. That includes water softeners, iron rust and odor filtration systems, and, of course, drinking water systems. They are fantastic, and I'm a satisfied customer of Kinetico and of Hofferman Water, by the way, and I know that you will be, too. A new system from Kinetico is fantastic and do so many things that other softeners just simply cannot do. It's going to cut down on your salt usage, but it's also going to protect your appliances. You get that new system from Hofferman installed, and bing, bang, boom, your showers are better, your laundry is better, and so is your drinking water. Please get in touch with my friends at Hofferman today. I have been a customer for years, and you will be satisfied. 952-894-4040 or visit their website, which is HoffermanWater.com. 952-894-4040 or HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them that you heard about them right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. All right, Browse, I got to fly. Did you see this tweet? Which one came to GL podcast? The uh, he this guy Goose just bought a 2022 Ram 1500 62k. Goose did no down payment 996 a month. I was thinking when you said six, I thought that's way too light. Yeah, yeah, I was way light 2.4 interest. How much a month? 996. Jesus. That's a that's, mortgage payment. That's four ninety eight per paycheck. Well, obviously he must be able to afford it. But no, I mean that drives home our point that poor people in the ghetto aren't going to be able to afford that. Hell, middle middle class people can't afford that. 
Yeah, no, I, I see. Unless it right you've now. got a lot of income coming in. Damn. Well, that's like if you guys go to a dealership right now, everything on the lot. It, I can't believe what they're getting for used vehicles right now. It's insane. I have to put a new heater in my shop. If I would have bought that heater last year, it would have cost me fifteen hundred. Uh oh. Today it's costing me twenty five hundred. Is it a gas heater? LP. Uh, oh, LP, not a not plugged into the wall or whatever it is. No, I, I, my utility bills are so high that it's going to it's going to cut down my garage heating this winter. I'm not going to turn that damn thing on. Yeah. What happened to you? Why are what what happened? What happened? What happened? It the, the COVID thing was carte blanche. What to, does COVID have to do with my energy bill? Don't yell at me. I, I didn't, am yelling at you. Well, listen, you sob. God, was it? I didn't raise the prices, Joe. I like low prices. So Biden apparently is heading to Puerto Rico because they weren't taken care of. He's on the ground right now. Hmm. Boy, he's got that shuffle going. I watched him today. Man. Well, we have breaking news. No, but you have a point, Chris. The only way he's going to get out of this and save face is to stop into Florida on the way home. Has he been to Florida? Was he there yet? No. Okay. Officials have announced that more than 1 million frontline workers in Minnesota will begin receiving hundreds of dollars in hero pay starting this week. How much fraud is going to be? Are we going to discover? Hey, what's this? Are are you guys tuned into this Brett Favre story? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a bad guy. He's an SOB, man. Well, I tried reading that piece in the paper today. I'm not quite sure if I get it. He, well, the thing that gets kind of uh, undercovered is this wasn't really Brett's idea. This was the governor of Mississippi's idea. And Brett went along, which he, Brett Brett should have said that I can't be a part of this. That's what he should have said. Because his only, his only worry is whether the media was going to find out about it. Well, of course they're going to find out about it. Did you see that other op-ed piece, Joe, fixing the Constitution? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was rich. Mm-hmm. I think the founders were smarter than the guy who wrote that piece. Yeah, he's just a windbag from the L.A. Times. Mm-hmm. Brad alone. No, we already started the show. Uh, are we coming back now? Yes. What's left on the ad circuit? Kenny has NRI recycling. And that's it? Yes, sir. Okay. Go ahead here. You ready? Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, my mouse is upside um, down. Just keep in mind, too, that there Ross needs to help me with something in between GL and Sports Talk today for just a couple of minutes. I don't care. I'm... Very accommodating. Hold on. Uh, we no, don't, I, no, I am. <laughs> Part of the new me. Oh, it's the new you. All right. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm rolling. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Yeah. Joe Sushi. Listen, listen, listen here, pal. I drove past your place yesterday, and I see that big, huge pile of scrap metal out behind your old rickety dairy barn uh, you need to pick up that crap get rid of that scrap and get it uh get, get some money for it nri recycling in hugo they're gonna pay you for your scrap 
they pay us money for scrap metal, copper, brass, stainless steel, aluminum, iron, electrical wire, you name it. Uh, they even take aluminum cans. So if you're in a job, this is what I like. This is a job side benefit. If you're in a job where you see a lot of scrap, grab that stuff, recycle it. You're going to get money out of it. Uh, all you do is drive through, drop it off. They weigh it, cut you a check, send you on your way. And if you've got a lot, if you're that guy with that big pile out behind his old dairy barn, get a dumpster. They can come to you. Yes, they will come to you. Drop off a dumpster. You pick it up. They pay you. It's wonderful. They also buy precious metals. They're going to give you a lot better prices for your gold than any pawn shop. Give them a call. 651-289-2853. You'll get current prices on all the different metals. It fluctuates. Oh, they're in uh, in Hugo, Highway 61. Or check them out on the website. That's probably the easiest deal. N-R-I-M-N.com. N-R-I-M-N.com. I got to thinking about that question. Where would you go if you had to evacuate the Twin Cities? Right. Well, think about snowstorms we tend to think of them as festive, don't we? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Halloween blizzard of 91 was was a, a travel inconvenience for maybe 24 hours. Here's the deal. But it was festive. In the Midwest, we love a good hunker. We like storms. A Friday yeah. night snowstorm? Yeah, we Fan love to hunker. freaking tastic. Yep. Yes. So I can't imagine how bad would a blizzard have to get before you would leave in uh, prior to its arrival, and how would you know it'd be so bad that you better leave? The, the only time, way you would the only way you would do that if you'd lost power ahead of time, I guess. But don't we see that a lot though? For instance, around here, I'm just going to use us at Hubbard as an example. If we know that we're going to get walloped pretty good at about I don't know five or six o'clock, the yeah. bosses basically send us home. Yeah. To make sure we're well, home. I in think time. that's true of most places. But you know, okay, I'm just saying we, we see that a lot here in terms of that kind of snow event. Uh, Robert writes a big piece of Americana. I work with a guy whom I consider a work buddy. You may not know what that means. I think I do. Just somebody from work. That's yeah. your buddy, right? Well, there's your first piece of Americana. He adopted enough children to require a real van. You know, one of them based on a truck chassis. His neighbor has a deal with a solar power company to have his land filled with panels. My buddy was also offered fat stacks of cash to rent his land to the company as well. My buddy said no. He refused the money because when he looks out his window, he doesn't want to see panels. He wants to see trees, deer, turkeys, birds, and wildlife. Don't these renewable people understand that we have to clear wildlife habitat for their pipe dream? Don't they hate habitat clearing? That's my that is my big piece of Americana. My coworker saying no to the money in order to protect the earth. By the way, this guy uh, has had two emails of his read by you. I have only had one. He teases me mercilessly because I have only gotten one read on the podcast. I know you don't do shout outs, but could I get a harump for Jay for standing up to the global cooling, global warming, climate change machine? Harump. He is losing out on a substantial amount of money. I am man enough to admit that I have not been able to say no. I, this guy has lost me already. Bob got another one. Please don't use my real name. Hmm. Just kidding. He, he he lost me halfway through that email. Well, I kind of lost track of that as well. But, Kenny, he just gave me a great idea. You know what you and I should start doing? Huh. If there's going to be competition between friends about getting emails right on the show, 
five bucks an email to the soul man into reavers i have Get your email read on the show it's not a bad idea i have before me my side gig i have before me <laughs> what i hoped was a joke but i don't think it is and it's the strangest request for a ruling i've ever received okay and again i it's written to me by jess who i believe is a female okay Dear Joe, Rookie, Reavers, Kenny, and John, this is not your usual listener email. However, I need marriage advice from the male perspective and collectively between the five of you, I trust your wisdom and advice. Turning to us for marriage advice is her first mistake. It's a dangerous road to head down. Spend as much time apart as possible. Well, listen to this. Now, I, I don't know what to make of this. My question is, do I have the right to get upset if my husband naps all day Saturday and all day Sunday? For context, he woke up Saturday around 9 a.m. and went back asleep on the couch until 4 p.m. Nice. And Sunday, he, he woke up around 10 a.m., and he usually takes a five-hour, and then he stayed on the couch till 7 p.m. Wow. He usually takes a five-hour nap every Saturday and Sunday. I told him I'm upset he naps every weekend, and he said weekends are meant for recharging and resting. I then said I'm upset we don't do anything together, and he said we went out to dinner two nights in a row. We went to dinner with friends Friday night, and went to dinner, the two of us, Saturday night, then had a bonfire. Am I in the wrong to be upset he naps all weekend? Thank you for the advice. Uh, my answer is yes, I would get rid of him as soon as possible. Um, yeah, definitely. I was going the same way. Divorce is the only answer. That's pathetic. This guy is a lazy guy's a bum. The guy's a bum. Hold on. I, what I was going to say is we're missing several things, though. A lot of this is being taken out of context. Does he work a night job? Number one would be my first question. Because oh, if he does, Pete's sake, what are you, Doctor Phil? Well, uh, she she's seeking counsel, and I'm trying to provide some type of perspective. If he's just if he's sleeping a normal schedule like the rest of us, and then also sleeping six hours a day, then you guys are 100 percent correct. Reavers, here's what he needs to be doing. He needs to be there at her beck and call to answer her every whim: foot rubs, neck rubs. Um, Toe painting. Do the do the vacuuming. Make the beds. Whatever. We also don't know if there are children involved. That's but that was going to be my next question. If he's shirking that, that's another reason he's a bum. A man's job is to serve his bride. Well, plus, what kind of life does this guy lead where the weekend comes around and he doesn't do anything? It doesn't matter. He's a loser. He could be working twelve-hour days, seven days straight. I don't care. In the weekend, you devote yourself to your spouse. God, you are you are so full of <laughs> I know it is. nonsense. I was trying I... to see how long he was going to put on that facade. <laughs> well, Jess, I hate to tell you this, but you got a big problem there unless you provide further information. Sounds to me, to be honest, like Jess needs a boyfriend. Yeah. It's that easy. It's, it's that easy. Get yourself and a piece of side And this moron will never ass. know it because he's sawing wood on the couch. Yeah. You could be you could be canning apricots That's in the right. kitchen. Ab- you could wouldn't... be canning apricots right right behind the couch, right, right next to him. Oh my god! And <laughs> you know what? If he wakes up and sees it, he deserves it. No, if he wakes up and sees it, you deny everything. You just say that's you're, not me. You're having a bad dream. That's not you, me. The only answer is you need to get yourself a bowl. <laughs> my god. 
Okay. So I don't think the marriage advice section of GL is going to. I don't want it to catch on. We don't want to be in the marriage advice. We could could open up a practice. Oh, yeah. We're so good at this. It could be drive-through. Yeah. Do I have the right to get upset if my Hell husband... yes. Yeah. Hell yes, you yeah, do. You, you, you Are you do. kidding Send me, lady? Send him down the road. Throw his crap out in the He's front. He's done. Stop. Put his clothes out in the front yard. That's over. Keep Great. the dog, though. No. That Joe, dog is save awesome. that. You know that goes. Huh. That goes in the loose leaf, loose leaf binder. I think so because you know, I think so because we need to run. That. We need to run this by Joe. Uh, excuse me, by John and Matthew because I have a feeling that their advice would be a little different from ours. Uh, okay, I'll save it. John actually has calluses on his hand from holding his wife's hand so frequently. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Mumpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans at WorldwideWaftage.com. It was on this date. Joe, today is October 3rd. In 1887. Horse draw horse cars began hauling passengers in St. Cloud. Huh. On this date in 1951, Dave Winfield was born in St. Paul. He joined the Hall of Fame in uh, 2001. Did he and Kirby go in the same year? Yes, they went in yeah. together. Yeah. He was a very versatile athlete, wasn't he? Three-star athlete at the University of Minnesota. Yeah. On this, three sports, on this date in 1977, Rosalie Wall became the first female justice appointed to the Minnesota State Supreme Court. Hmm. And finally, on this day in 1997, international passenger ship traffic returned to Minnesota when the Columbus, carrying a load of German passengers, visited the Duluth Superior Harbor. I wonder how it got here. Nine. What do you mean how it got here? It came through the, uh, what do you call that area? The harbor. Canal. The gate. No, it's called the St. Lawrence Seaway, I think. <laughs> came there. Could you explain it in great detail? Took a left at Huron, took I, a right in. Uh, that's an area of the world I would love to spend more time in and never have. Around like January? No, upstate New York, Thousand Islands, the. Uh, uh, Wayland Canal, the uh, St. Lawrence Seaway, and I bet it's just gorgeous. The whole deal, a lot of nice stuff there. Could do some leaf peeping this time of year. Boy, I bet they get the colorful leaves, Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be a case of me going to the leaves, right? I, I noticed today suddenly a, a, a riot of color. It's just almost overnight. We've had a riot of color mm-hmm. reds and Here's my idea. Maybe they've done it already. If not, you and I could make a million. Um, we need to start a boat tour just to look at the colors. Just up and down the Mississippi. Well, I was thinking going all the way down to Red Wing and then back up to, can you go right back up the uh, the, the, the St. Croix? Could you start in St. Paul and end in Hudson? Is that possible? Yes. That's where my boat cruise is going. Yes. I believe that then you would get be bust. Possible. You get bust back to your car in St. Paul. I, I, I think that could be done. I think it's a brilliant idea. That is it. You know what? It's such a good idea. I can't believe that it doesn't happen already. Yeah. Uh, well, Joe, I'm a very, very smart man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that could have do it for I know. I now he's really got me thinking. Let me why, consult. Why did a, you do this to him? Let right? me consult a map real quickly here. 
Well, we know a guy that has a, a boat that makes that trip daily. Big John? No. We we oh. know a guy. Yeah. Who? Huh? For God's sake. Uh, that one doesn't fit on the river anymore, does it? I don't know. Okay, okay here we are. I'm getting closer to the map. Why did you do this, Olson? Uh, you'd have to go to... On Twitter, Minnesota Roscoe, I think we all know him, asks us, Hey, MSP Traffic, can you introduce me to this Jess? <laughs> you know what? I don't think you can cut over to... Uh... Oh, it's all screwed up. Never mind. I don't care about your damn leaves. Thank you, GLer. Uh, Urs. He showed at least 48 seconds of interest in that endeavor, Kenny. Uh, GLers, please do us a favor. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure you can go from the St. Croix. To okay, the boss. You say so. Yeah. Would you please do us a favor for just $10 a month or $100 a year? You can join the Garage Logic Town Council, which you will get access 24 7 members only live audio stream full of live recordings of GL, best of segments and replays, full show video archive. A weekly newsletter from the mayor, a town council membership card, and a window cling. All of that and more is available to you online at the website, which is, of course, garagelogic.com. Catch you tomorrow. <clears throat> Oops. All right. Let me get this. And then that. Patrick. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, at Prescott, Kenny, you can just take a left and go up to St. Croix. Yeah, I don't really care, Joe. I was just, you know. It was for the, for the show. I was just talking. What's the, what's the bridge? Is it 61 that crosses the river in Prescott? Uh, no, 10. It's 10, okay. I like that drive. That's a cool drive. Yeah, you go right down, uh, you know, right in there. <laughs> Because then you cross back and you hit Red Wing. From from St. Paul, right? You go down 61? Yeah. How many locks do you have to go through? None. Well, there's the one in Prescott, isn't there? Oh. Because there's know. another one just north of Winona. Don't swear yet, please. Yeah, well, you can even swear on the air if you want. You got to drop an F-bomb. It's going to drop many F-bombs. <laughs> Put his, get his headphones on. Tire, uh, Rory, Racy, I've become uh, tired of your new optimism <laughs> and your love and your joy. Save for that. I got emails. NFL. I got to read them. For and PJ, I got to read emails you're, you're, to you. You finally got to Look me, Royce. Look at Royce's head. <laughs> what about it? It's all oh, scabbed up right. like a warrior. Garage lid, man. You I gotta, am wounded. You got to go back to your crusty old ways. This <laughs> oh, isn't working. Yeah, but the, it's working because it agitates them more when I'm chastising them for not, not, you know, being loyal enough fans like, uh, it, like disgusts, me. <laughs> it disgusts me to no end that you've got these morons eating out of your hand. Is they, this uh, worth saving for the year? There was a minute 43 left, and Fleck had three timeouts, and he let Purdue just run out the clock. Why not call timeouts, try to get the ball back? Uh, Don't be ripping uh, Patrick's boy Fleck. Uh, 
I got him going to Wisconsin now, Kenny. I saw him because <laughs> they fired Chris. Hey, he had a minute 43 left and three timeouts. He let Purdue just run well, the game did not, out. They did not call timeouts. No. Hey, Did no. you watch that Vikings tilt, Roycey? Yeah. What's no uh, oh, use? What some, some I, crooked referees there, boy. We've we yeah. reach Randy Wayne White and the fact that you're reporting ref- from Sanibel Island. You refer to the Gophers now as we. That's, <laughs> that's right. really our, our Gophers. That's, that's really, really kidding. That's really agitating. <laughs> Timothy Winicky rates. You need to give this email to Pat every time he gets on our teams and saying they're going to win or do better. They start. Losing. He needs to get off the bandwagon. I like it better when he hated everybody. Hey, like I got on the bandwagon before the Michigan State ass kicking. He yeah. did. Yeah, he did. that was not my fault. Um, we reached was not Randy, Randy Wayne Wright in Florida. White. Yes. White, not right. I I know. I I I don't. It was a. I was tongue tied. I bet his old shed in Pine Island isn't standing anymore. Okay, let's do that again in Florida. Give me your sentence again. Period. Read me the sentence. We reach Randy uh, Wayne what a Wright shit show in Florida for uh, an update on the uh, damage to his island home. Pine Island Bridge is gone. The Sanibel Bridge is he gone. He said he, he rode out Charlie in that place we were at on Pine Island. Next he sentence. rode out Charlie in that place. Next sentence, uh, more audio uh, goodness from the gift that keeps on giving, comma, Kamala Harris. How about the asshole in Mar-a-Laga is the gift that keeps on giving? He's pretty good. Didn't too. you see that great meme going around? There's a picture of Mar-a-Lago, and the caption is, Dear Ian, you had one job. <laughs> <laughs> uh did something else too. Yeah, nobody in California ever needs an ID again. Where's Ross to help you? He just came in and took a photo. Roscoe. Good. I'm going to go take a whiz. You should go take a whiz. Pat, they had three timeouts and didn't use them. Is that I, magic for the air? A minute forty-three. I left. guess I wasn't focused on that. That I, that can't be true. That oh, can't be. Am true. I right? Did you see that? Yeah, that's when I, I, I started having Roscoe, they didn't have three timeouts left. Well, why wouldn't have you called them? I don't know. I didn't see the end of the game. I didn't either. And I'll tell you why I didn't see the end of the game. Why? Oh, no, i got to save that for the show because it involves you two. What should I put up here? Uh, Yesterday was the bride's birthday. What did you guys do? I left her alone. We were going to go to Murray's, except except I ended up going to Murray's for takeout and then taking it home. She was too lazy to go downtown. I've never gotten takeout from there. Is it worth it? Oh, yeah. Okay. More audio. Zero. Because they don't have any regular Diet Coke Wait, down there. But that's not, is that zero just a different uh, color? It that looks like regular from here. No, zero sugar. Okay. And it's not nearly as good. I waffle. Every now and then I think We're zero. At, we have a Diet Coke crisis in this godforsaken <laughs> Half the time I go into stores now, they're out. They're, here's, there's 65 regular Cokes, and there's 20 of these son of a bitches. 
and there's no somebody get the god dang hint that you should start making more diet coke and less of the other crap I somebody on, get the hint if i ran on a platform of diet coke for everybody well stock three times as much diet coke as you do regular take care of the public we have an equity problem yeah not enough diet coke uh, okay, what do you want me to do here, Russ? You can take us off the stream and oh, throw, yeah. throw us back into pro Festa. Studio Bye, bypass. Everybody. We're not on the air right now. Now, right? hold hang on. on. Oh, hang on. You, you just hang on, <laughs> buddy 